Welcome to Podcasting for the Right Reasons, where ABC brings the drama. And we are here to bring you some really sus analysis. Hey guys, <laughs> I'm Marmardia. My name is Britton, and welcome back to week six of Rachel and Gabby's season of The Bachelorette. And as I tweeted last night, oh, how the tables have turned. I feel like we have an opportunity that we did not see plausible two weeks ago where Rachel leaves happy and Gabby leaves alone because Gabby's men, I don't think we really thought about it because Nate was like a heavy hitter, Mm -hmm. but like there's not much depth behind Nate. Like, wait, there's not much depth behind Nate? Yeah, I just don't like... I don't see it. Like, I don't see a super successful relationship. Okay. Okay. I see, I see what you're saying. So, like, without him. Yeah. You don't see. Okay. Okay. Like, yes. So, I didn't realize how much Gabby's portion of the show was held up by him. It's really sad. Absolutely did not realize until she a is talking to jesse um the internet was again making fun of jesse saying like thank you for once again giving us advice that meant nothing (laughs) (laughs) um but a when yeah so jesse's talking to her and rachel outside and he's like how's everybody feeling and rachel's like great gabby's like nauseous (laughs) (laughs) i was like oh snap I mean, I know I feel nauseous whenever I like a guy, too. But as we see, she's feeling nauseous because she's like, I don't know if I'm ready to be a mom. I really like this guy. I could love this guy. He has a daughter. If I hook up with him for the long run, I'm therefore a mom. I don't know what to do about this. We're also going to go walk around this sweet little town. Oh, no, I'm going to have a panic attack and break up with him on the bench. (laughs) Like, this girl spiraled real quick. And the look on his face when it was happening, when she's like, I I just, I, I'm really, it's just really overwhelming. It's okay, though. Don't be scared. Don't be scared. <laughs> this, after, when I was looking over this, this reminded me of those early LeBron James teams where it was mm-hmm. just like Mo Williams and Anderson Verjao. And you're just like, oh, okay. Well, if LeBron James gets hurt, they're a seven-win team. <laughs> Listen. I'm just like, look, I mean, Eric's nice, and Johnny's really cool. Right, that's the thing. Johnny's really cool. He's so cool. As we see, has COVID. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Did you? Johnny doesn't have COVID. Logan has COVID. Logan. Oh, he's a Johnny. My bad. My bad. I misheard. <laughs> I like, no, like... But I think, um, yes. So, like I said, I didn't realize how much was was leaning on him until she starts her date, you know, because they they do the whole, like, announcing who's going to get there. Um, Yeah, yeah, they announce who's going to get the date, right? Mm -hmm. With the guys. And uh, Nate is excited, you know. He's like, okay. Then you see Nate gets ready, leaves for his date. Uh, Logan and Johnny are again, and here's how cool. I mean, 
hiding his child for a year and a half from his girlfriend, all things aside. Allegedly. Nate, Nate seems like allegedly a really great guy, right? Even these guys, Logan and Johnny, sitting talking about him, have nothing bad to say about him. Like, there was no trash talk. There wasn't even the line where typically um, the men or women back left behind are like, oh, well, I won't be mad if that suitcase disappears. <laughs> you know, right. like, remember how excited Gabby was when Shanae left and pops open those bottles of champagne? Yeah. <laughs> that, you know, it was just like very quiet, very low key. Like, yeah, we're bummed. He gets the one on one. Could he use that time ourselves? She's really taking things seriously. This could mean, you know, he's got another one-on-one, or it can mean that she's just really feeling out, you know, his situation. Either way, very serious. Either way, great guy. (laughs) So we arrive in Amsterdam. So we get two one-on-one dates. One is for Rachel, and then she gives that one-on-one to Zach. Mm -hmm. And this is where we see Tino start to get... Start to get upset. And then, as you mentioned... Tino, Tino, Tino. The entire time I'm thinking, Tino, as long as Ethan is still here, you are safe. Because you are are at very worst fourth. Because Ethan might be eighth. Mm -hmm. He just happens to, for whatever reason, still be here. And then, so then, Zach got the one-on-one date for Rachel... And then the one-on-one date, as we mentioned, for Gabby goes to Nate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Nate and Gabby, they do their whole uniting. You know, he does a very slow walk, as Gabby makes fun of him about. Takes the sweet time getting there. <laughs> and the classic, like, lift and hug. Um, she's very excited to see him. I mean, they, these two, they had chemistry. Yeah, no, I, I feel like this is once again a situation where Gabby is being held up mm-hmm. by her mom. That mom really did a number on her. I, really. I would love to have a candid interview with her mother and just be like, mm-hmm. what the freak happened? Yeah. Yeah, because... Because this is now the second date that you have ruined. Yeah. It's so it's so crazy because minus... Like, if that stuff hadn't happened with her mom... And, okay, let's let's cover the date first and then, like, we'll wrap yes, up. Yes, yes, yes. I'll, I'll be back around and say what okay, I'm going to say. Okay, so right? uh, Gabby and Nate get started, but the date doesn't last very long. They sit on a bench <laughs> and she starts crying. This is the shortest date ever. Yeah. Uh, I think if this was what were they? What were they on their way to do? Does it matter? <laughs> I, I I think it was the classic uh, tour the city date. Goodness, they didn't even make it down the sidewalk. I think it was a combination of she was just ready to be. She wanted to. She loved. She basically, I think, she loved him to a certain extent. Yeah, she she went back and forth. Like she said, this makes me love him more. And then she said, I could have. What was that? I was falling in love with him. You know, but yeah, I think so. I think think she just needed to, for her sake, just end this. And the producers are like, if you end this quickly, 
that gives us the ability to show more things that aren't a wasted day date. Because mm-hmm. normally they would do this in the evening portion, but I think it was beneficial to the producers and the camera crew and beneficial to Gabby to just be done. Yeah. Plus, she was barely hanging on. She no. was hanging on yeah. by a thin thread. I don't think I could have hung on for a, a whole day if I knew. Oh, God, no. If it got much for someone and I knew that I was not going to give them a rose, even though I really was on the brink of love for them, I probably would have thrown up on the sidewalk of Amsterdam. Yeah. So they sit down. She says, between sobs, obviously, she said, I wanted today for us to be so special. I have so I have such deep feelings for you. I never want to say goodbye, but I think we're at just two different places in our life. And it's not you. And it's me. I'm, like, terrified of not just, like, being a mom, but being, like, bad at it. Because, I mean, like, how many times, how many times is there conversations where people just, like, like, they don't. Like, I think Abby just doesn't know how a mom is supposed to be. Right. Because unless, unless she had a really good friend whose mom became like a second mom to her and is mm-hmm. basically a mom to her, she doesn't know how a mom and child relationship actually is supposed to behave normally. Yeah. I think um, this is where the pressures of the show and the limited amount of time that they have is detrimental to the development of full flourish, full fledged love. Because I think in real life, say I'm Gabby and I'm dating a guy who has a daughter who I haven't met yet. We've only been on X amount of dates over the course of five weeks. So about a month, it's totally realistic for him to have not introduced me to his kid yet. Um, It's totally realistic for me to allow myself to figure out where I'm at. You know, am I ready to be a mom or potentially be in the running for a mom? Because there's plenty of people that date. They, They date people with kids. They meet the kid, but then they're not ready to make the commitment. And that's why people don't let their kids meet everybody that they're with. It's healthy, you know, mm-hmm. that, that yeah. you know, don't just go coming, people don't come and go with, out of the kid's life. But realistically, if she's given an appropriate amount of time to deal with her own feelings, to deal with the growing feelings for him and with him, and then he could say, okay, I want you to meet, meet my daughter, you know, not get attached to my daughter, not say, not commit to being my daughter's new mom you know, in the span of five weeks, but to just say, okay, let's just go with it. Let's just see what happens. You don't have to spend all your time with this child. The child should not spend all the time with you yet, you know, until you just organically grow into it. But she's got eight weeks or however however long this is. And one opportunity to meet the the child, if if it even happens. And like, it's like, okay, you have to let this man stay, give him a rose, meet his child next week, you know? Yeah. And then they'd be like, I'm willing to be your mom. I'm willing to be your wife. It's like that. I feel like this man could have been Gabby's person if they hadn't put all of this into one limited box of time. Also, 
we have to be moving off this engagement thing. It's yes, it is actually hindering. We 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 need to be moving on from any idea of an engagement at the end of this because it just makes the franchise record look worse. And it's so old and antiquated. Like, yes, the majority of people dream of falling in love, getting married, having babies. But realistically speaking, now, with this day and age anyway, people want to date maybe like 10, 15 years, you know, before they they get married. I'm not one of them. I hope to put a ring on it one day, you know, or left hand. But, you know, (laughs) but look at Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn. If those two had been on this show back in like the seventies or whatever, they would have been like, "Yeah, we're not like yeah we're together for till the end of time, but we are not getting married." <laughs> yeah, they are. Uh, it's, can... it's, it's just very, it's very traditional, and it's very limiting. And that's not me saying I'm against the tradition of marriage because I want it, but it's it's not a one size fits all anymore. Yeah. They continue to have the conversation and then go back and forth a little bit. And at the end, he says, when the time comes, I know you're going to be a great mom. I'm going to miss you a lot. I don't know if I've ever met anybody as sweet as you. I I thought that was really sad. I really did. Yeah. Um, at first, like the look on his face when she starts like crying and like gasping for air. But then I was like, is she really crying, though? Because at first I didn't see any tears, and then I saw tears. And then I was like, oh, she's just saying a lot. Like, she's just a little word vomiting everywhere, which, I mean, granted, I would, too. Yeah. Like I said, I would have thrown up on the sidewalk. <laughs> and <laughs> also... Like, oh, you're sick, do you need to go home? And I'd be like, let me get through it. <laughs> and also, rough past or not, Nate is my bachelor suggestion. Is my bachelor pick. Okay. He's the only, he's the only yeah. one I want. He's the only one I, I want. saw this. I saw this from several people online before I had watched the show because I didn't watch it live on Monday. So when I saw somebody say, uh, I think it was Nick Vile. I think, I think I saw he had said um, that he thought that Nate was going to be the next veteran. And I was like, well, I guess that that ruins it for me. But then I was like, well, maybe it doesn't because he could, maybe he's still in the running. Then quickly found out within the first half hour. Oh, no wonder I saw this online. Okay. The, the only person behind besides him on this season that at this point I would be I wouldn't have a problem with is like Ethan or Tyler. Not Tyler. Too young. He's a baby. Like some I listen, I think that he is very attractive, but he looks like a baby without the flannel. Like put the flannel on him, he looks like a mountain man. Take the flannel off. I, like, I just oh. think he, he seems very mature and composed. Yeah. Wait, which who was your other suggestion? Uh, Ethan wouldn't be bad. I think Ethan was a lot of fun when we've seen oh, him. Oh yeah, Ethan was very like. I think Ethan will be on the island. Oh, for sure. I don't. I don't think. I don't see there's a reason he's not. Yeah, I think Ethan will be on the island, and I think Ethan has potential for love. He's adorable. You know, he's handsomely adorable, and he's yeah, he's a lot of fun. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with him. <laughs> There's just nothing. I don't see anything wrong with them. Um, but yeah, so Nate, man, R.I.P. to the time of Nate, the Natester, as I just dubbed him. That's a terrible nickname. Don't call him that anymore. But as, <laughs> but as we were saying, though, the significant level of weight 
on this situation and the amount of this portion, Gabby's portion of the show, that he carried that I did not realize until yeah. he disappears from our hearts and screens. It was like, oh, so you got a group date with these leftovers? <laughs> it, it was, it was real rough. One more time in the daytime now, though? <laughs> nighttime chain. Why are you bringing that under the sunshine like that? Put that away. Uh, that's a nighttime chain, bro. That's a that's cocktail. A that's a cocktail chain. party chain. Uh, so we move I on. I should have known something was gonna something was up when he wore that chain out in daylight. He was like, "This baby got one more time for a debut, and I'm out." <laughs> <laughs> we we arrive at Rachel's date. Rachel and Zach are strolling through a field of tulips. They're taking pictures. They're kissing. They're riding bikes. They uh, try some cheese. They they see they see she cheese and uh, what are those clogs? <laughs> the way that you just described that date—it's really what it was. It just is exactly what it was and exactly how it felt <laughs> for me. Watching. Like legitimately, they could have had this date on a set in LA and put a green screen of tulips, and I couldn't have cared less. I could not have cared less. This either. is not the first time they've used these tulips either. Oh, it isn't? These exact tulips. I was reminded of this, and I thought it was seemed familiar when I watched it. And was it he, Hannah? It was Hannah Brown. Okay, that's what I thought. Hannah Brown's season had these exact tulips in this exact field in Amsterdam. So was that their, was that their love windmill? Was that? No, wait. No. So just a windmill. It's just a windmill. <laughs> was, like, was that Peter, Peter and Hannah windmill that they showed? No, I don't think her. No, her her final part was I think in Greece. Okay. So I think this was just a stop before Greece. But yeah, okay, because that that's what I didn't realize it until right when you said that, and I was like, hang on, because Hannah was like really excited in that field, wasn't she? Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, so somehow the tulips are really fun for with Hannah in the field. Really boring when Rachel's in the field. <laughs> Spicy Jake. I think that we are just losing losing my interest real quick. I don't. I'd like to push back. I don't think it's Rachel. I think at this moment we are all deeply depressed after we just watched the most serious connection waste away in front of us. That's at least how I took it. I'm just like, I was just sad. I mean, maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Because it was, it was a weird juxtaposition with like Gabby crying on, you know, standing on a sidewalk crying, talking about how she basically just let the potential love of her life out the door. And now she's got these Joe Schmoes back in a hotel that she's like, well, <laughs> that's part of the reason she's crying. I don't, I don't know how she did it. I don't know how. I couldn't have done it. I, I would just been like, I had passion and potential love one day, and then I got to go put on a smiley face and be like, hey, guys, like, let's do some sex games. I don't care about any of you. <laughs> okay. So, All right. See, Quick question about Gabby before we keep going with Rachel. Mm -hmm. On a scale of 1 to 10, what did you think of her outfit for her date with Nate? Oh, was it the, the, it was like the, the coat, right? The, the, the coat dress thing. Yeah. Um, I liked it. Okay. 
I thought I was the only one who did because it was being roasted on Twitter. Really? I'm just like. I, sta- I stayed away. Like I said, I stayed away from social media, Bachelor Nation until today. So and I like, need to look some some catching up to do on what people are saying. Because I want I, people were people were making fun of it. it was like they call, I saw a couple of people call it her Carmen San Diego look. I almost launched my Baja Blast all over my screen. <laughs> but I think she looked incredible. I liked the messy like hair too. It was like it was a messy. It was like a messy. It was a nice messy bun on top yeah. of a like sof- a fun yet kind of like sophisticated outfit. Mm-hmm. That's I didn't think anything was wrong with it. Like I liked the. the okay, trench. I thought it was just me because I like I, I was like oh I I liked it I thought this feels awkward that I liked it no one else did. <laughs> Man, but uh, but yeah, so it was a weird juxtaposition going from yeah. Gabby like real low to then Rachel's like I'm in tulips. But did we feel that way? And this is where I'm saying, is it a little Rachel? Because I don't remember feeling that way when Rachel was at her lowest of lows. But Gabby is like taking whipped cream and like spraying it in her mouth and like slapping dudes with fish and everything. <laughs> like I felt like Gabby's having a real good time. Oh, sucks for Rachel. Man, she's crying again. Man, this is a rough go round. Well, I feel I think sorry. It's because Gabby has Gabby's only had one bad time. I guess. Other than that, other than that evening where those people were were like, "Yeah, I'm gonna pick Rachel over you." Mm-hmm. Other than that, these like Gabby's had Gabby's had like a consistent good time. So it was yeah. like I think it was just like weird for us to experience that with her. But then we, as we often, I think you do, just don't want. I just I think oh, that's you just also true. Rachel also true. to be at fault or anything wrong with her at that's, all. I mean that's. That's also true, uh, but that's not the point. Uh, so we have a <laughs> the random hot tub that they seem to have. Do they just like carry this with them at all times? The hot tub. There, it's like assembled. They're like, yeah. okay, pick up the hot tub. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Because it sh- have- it shows up once or twice a season on a random date. I have some thoughts. Um. Now. I don't want to objectify anyone. Um, so I just want to make that clear. But what did we think about Rachel's swimsuit when she walks around that, like they have that partition? And what's his face? What's this guy's name? Zach. Zach. <laughs> I don't even remember his name. Never can. Um, because he's boring too um but he walks around and he's wearing the normal flip-flops you know with his his uh swim trunks Mm -hmm. i don't think anything of it i don't remember they're probably blue um rachel comes around and she's got a pink swimsuit and like either light pink bottoms like so it's like a pink top and then her bottom i think it was white when i saw it I didn't know if those two pieces of a swimsuit bikini should, like, did they, first of all, it looked like they didn't even go together. They were just like, you need a bottom, you need a top. Okay, cool. 
Then looking at the top, like, and again, I'm not, I don't, it is not my wish for the bachelorette, either of them to be objectified in any way, but I also fully support body positivity and feeling sexy. That top like did nothing. Like I, like, I was like, what is this? This is literally something they pulled off a rack in Walmart. And they were like, this is cute. Does it make your boobs feel comfortable? Cool. This bottom, like, okay, it's interesting, but like, we just need to go. We need to go. We need to film this hot tub thing. You'll own, you won't even be seen. So when she walks around, it's like, you see it and you're like, I don't feel like that swimsuit was supposed to be seen on TV. <laughs> I mean, once again, Rachel is objectively stunning. Yeah. But it's almost like they're trying to lower her. And she left her kids on or whatever those shoes were when she had the swimsuit on. So this dude, Zach, whoever he, Zach, <laughs> comes around the corner. He's wearing flip-flops. But she's she, wearing she tennis shoes. I That might be on her. She might have forgot her flip-flops. Uh, okay, yes. But, like, be barefoot. You're in a field in Amsterdam. No, I don't know. No, so, like, no. Really? If I go to my car, I put on flip-flops. Okay, but, yeah, you're in a field. It's okay to, like, step two over here. Like, I don't know. There might I, be rocks. Okay, nature. Nature, as as someone with incredibly sensitive feet, <laughs> if there is a possibility of rocks or gumballs, I am putting on flip flops to go to my car. I mean, absolutely, but Rachel's not walking to her car. She's walking around a partition shop once for a blink of an eye, maybe two blinks, three if you're me, because I was like, excuse me, what? <laughs> Uh, I even rewound it and paused to look at this suit, and I was like, "This is this is an attack. This is a blatant attack on her." <laughs> we're we're going to do a quick callback to previous seasons, but Rachel is a smoke show. You remember? She you, is. You remember Smoke Show? Oh my gosh! What was his name? I don't remember, but I think but he called. Oh my he gosh, he sucked on the show. island too. <laughs> she was smoke show. She's total smoke show. <laughs> he wasn't wrong then, and he, it wouldn't be wrong now. Yeah, it's like she, Rachel is. She is a smoke show. Okay, she's very attractive. She's very like petite and curvy. You know, mm-hmm. that's why like, I just I, I really like her body type. You know, like she and we talked about this before, like how Gabby is like the typical. Um, bachelorette body type, which no shade against Gabby, she's beautiful too. And but Rachel, yeah, she's shorter, but she's curvier, you know. And I think that like they're just like this is the first time that I felt insulted for the way that they clothed her body type, and it was in this b- bikini. Well, I was, are well, you welcome stupid? to the club because I've been I, I've I've been horribly disappointed in Carrie as a stylist for six weeks now. It's the weirdest thing. Like when I saw that swimsuit, I was like, this had potential. Like this could have been like hottie potential, yeah. you know? And I was like, instead they gave her Walmart potential. They got a bottom from Kmart and the top from Walmart. And they were like, keep your kids from childhood and bring those. Okay. We are, we are moving incredibly slowly. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. We get to Rachel. We get to the evening portion of Rachel's date with Zach. 
after they make out in the hot tub, uh, Zach tells us that after his last breakup, things took a turn for him and he wasn't okay. And he was unhappy with himself and overweight. So he said that he, before he could love someone else, he had to love himself. So he, totally smart. he joined therapy and lost 85 pounds. And Rachel's very happy, probably happy about both, but very mm-hmm. happy about the therapy. <laughs> She's, she says, I feel like therapy really helps you get to the bottom of everything. After coming off Clayton's season uh, about 16 weeks ago, going to therapy was my favorite part of the week. I truly love it so much. Also, she did like four and a half months tops of therapy. So I don't really know how much you broke through, but that's fine. That's right. Because that'd be what, about eight weeks, maybe 10 No, eight, November to April. November, oh, wait, he's in front of too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so November, I, December, January, February, March. I was thinking four. Yeah, okay. Uh, I mean, there's there's potential for some growth, but not yeah. not. She's really messed that, up today. So if you see me rubbing my eyes, that's why. <laughs> didn't even notice. <laughs> but, but she's saying this as if. She's been in therapy as long as Gabby has. And she's mm-hmm. experienced like monumental breakthroughs. I mean, I think each person though can have I I think there's potential to have monumental breakthroughs. If you're honest. If you're a liar like me, <laughs> it'll take a while. <laughs> what's what what's the point of doing it? Yeah. What's the point in doing it? And then when you're at the end of your required six weeks for grad school and the therapist looks at you and said, well, you seem like a pretty well-rounded person. Like, wow, it really does seem like you have minimal issues. And then you realize that you just wasted six weeks. I mean, that's not me, though. That's not me. If I was to go to therapy, I would address my weird emotional instability and my roller coaster of emotions that I live through. That's what I would no. do with my therapy cycles. I like it'll take me a while to get to the breakthroughs. That's why I'm like, I mean, if you're honest, maybe you'll be breaking through left and right. You're like, baby, this is a firework. <laughs> it's it's something else. Uh, so they finish their date. He gives her, she gives him the rose. And he says, after tonight, engagement feels and seems like a very real possibility. And he says this with a straight face that would suggest that he thinks he's one or two when I believe him to be three or four. I think he might be a little higher up. Maybe I would give him... I don't know. I, I think about. I put him at four. I believe it's Tino, and then Tyler and Avon are tied at two, which puts Zach at four. See, I oh wait, I keep how do I keep forgetting about Avon? <laughs> okay, I think that I don't know about Tino. I don't know. I, I really. I, don't. I think at this moment, Tino's still in first place because she doesn't know that he just like was like lost is gonna lose his mind in like three days yeah 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 you're right i'm privy to information that she does not have at this present time yes. um i i mean zach i keep wanting to call him chris or jason i don't know why zach uh seems he seems he seems nice mm-hmm. 
he's the exactly the kind of guy that I would have gone out on one date with and then been like, yeah, yeah, I'll call you. Wow. Okay. We're going to get, so we get, <laughs> that's, that's cold. So we I get, mean, it would have been a couple of Facebook messages and then I would have stopped messaging back. I'm not proud of it. <laughs> All right. You still did it. So we get back to the ship. Gabby goes and tells Jason, Eric, Logan, Johnny, and Spencer uh, through tears that she let Nate go, even though they knew that. Uh, Johnny says, we've been thinking about you all day. Can we hug you? And then they give her some hugs. And then, That's how they got COVID. <laughs> stop it. And then they arrive the next day for their group date rose with the sexpert, Mistress Susie. I didn't like any of this. This was not the group of guys for this. No, it wasn't funny. I started doing work emails in the middle of this. <laughs> I was folding like, laundry. Literally, that's how uninterested I was. I was folding laundry. Yeah. What? I was folding laundry. <laughs> right, like that's how uninteresting this part was. What should have been the most enticing part of the show was when people were like, I gotta go to the bathroom. <laughs> it was, it was honestly so boring and like mm-hmm. it was besides Johnny who seemed fairly comfortable the yeah. rest of them were uncomfortable enough to not enjoy it but not uncomfortable enough to make it funny right it just wasn't yeah, yeah Johnny was Johnny was the right person for this because he was hilarious um, the way that he made it sound like he had slept with hundreds of women, also hilarious. <laughs> so so the first thing is they pick safe words. Spencer picks the word Albuquerque. Logan goes with asbestos. Johnny <laughs> says pumpkin. His, Logan said it's toxic and something. I don't know. But I was like, like you? Burn. Johnny says pumpkin. And then Jason uses cruise ship. Like all of the whips, the blindfolds, the nipple clamps, um, everything was not great. No, I really don't even want to talk about it that much. It just, yeah. I don't even feel like Gabby was into it. Like, I think she was like, ha, 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 ha. I think, so, she, I think <laughs> she tried. But yeah. I think she realized how alone she is. Like, honestly, that's like the vibe I got where she was like, it's not worth it because Nate isn't here anymore. Yeah. I'm now just with a bunch of guy friends hanging out. Yeah. So we, in the day portion, we're about ready to start the evening portion. Uh, Jesse comes to talk to Gabby and tells her that Logan has tested positive for COVID-19. But despite the fact that you guys have all spent the last week and a half with him, we're not going to do anything. We're just going to we're just going to have him stay in his room until he's done and then he'll leave. But you're going to continue to live your life and speak to speak to not only your men, but Rachel and be close to her men as if nothing happened. That's literally what I, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. 
praise the Lord that you had the same thoughts as I did because I'm watching Jesse walk into her room, which, side note, I'm really glad that we got to see Gabby's sparkly yellow dress. She looked incredible, yeah. Ponytail. Yes. She was looking top of the top the best. Um, Maybe a little heavy on the makeup, but it still looked good. Yeah, yeah, you're right, but, like, still great. Yeah. Um, but Jesse... Like the guys are downstairs. You let these men go downstairs and sit together. <laughs> you let them like you didn't. You let them just hang out, being like, "Where's Logan? Where's Logan? Oh, okay, where's Logan?" Jesse walks into Gabby's room, no mask, because she's been with Logan clearly. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, so if I were Jesse, I'd have been like, "Well, if I gotta be break the news to her." There's not going to be any breakthrough case with me. I'm wearing a mask. Right. Walks into her room, maskless. Um, tells her Logan has COVID-19. When he said COVID-19 on the show, <laughs> I don't <laughs> <like> you. <laughs> when he said that it was like he, and I, the past seasons with like it being the COVID seasons, you know, Tasha, Claire, um, Matt James. At, well, wasn't, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, but when Jesse Palmer says Logan tested positive for COVID-19, it was like bringing something into a fantasy world of mine <laughs> that I, wait, that exists here? <laughs> like, it's very jarring for me. Um, but he walks in maskless, yes. tells her Logan has COVID. Meanwhile, these guys are downstairs sitting next to each other on a couch, spreading the COVID among them themselves like like nothing is done like you said except for the cocktail party being canceled will reconvene tomorrow doesn't everybody have to like i was like oh do they have to isolate do they all have to get tested you know then my favorite part aside from the fact that gabby starts to give some sort of like um wrote sort of speech about how well obviously we just want we wish the best for him and we hope that he's healthy and, you know, we want him to get better soon. She was like, I could care less if homeboy has COVID. You know what? Whatever. I'm taking this dress off. I'm going to bed. But my favorite part is when Jesse goes downstairs and he tells the men, gentlemen, as you can see, Logan's not here. There's a situation with Logan. Right. Why are you not telling them that he had COVID? I, I, I was talking to my dad about this yesterday, and it just felt so fishy. Like everything. Like why don't why, why don't you walk downstairs and tell them, guys? Logan, Logan tested positive for COVID nineteen. So, but it, like the the entire part of it that's confusing is that the only thing that would suggest that he has COVID was the conversation with Gabby because the conversation with the men and how they acted makes it sound like he just had another issue when he left. Yeah. Like there's not, there's nothing like there's nothing uh, in the producer or cast behavior that suggested that someone was sick with a virus that has like obsessed the world. Right. For the last almost three years of our lives. Yes. Then all of our homes restructured this entire franchise. I've had it twice. It's infiltrated itself onto this freaking cruise ship, which, come on, 
common sense tells us in the last three years, if we learned anything, don't freaking go on a cruise right now. This is not the time in life to be on a cruise ship. People are doing it. You will not catch me out on that boat. I would have been on a cruise. I mean, it's like, like, it's like a Petri dish. But I digress. Why didn't Jesse just say the same thing that he told Gabby? I just, the whole thing was very confusing. And the fact that, who was it, Johnny or something, was just like, can you tell us if he's okay? Like, they didn't know anything. It was a situation. They're not giving any other information. And he's, is he okay? Yes, he's okay. But the cocktail party, you know, the rest of the, the night portion is canceled. Go home, you know, that's it. Yeah. Made no sense. Made no sense whatsoever. Well, they were just going to casually move on from it the way they seem to onto Rachel's group date. <laughs> we are in the cheese capital of the world, Adam, with Avon, Ethan, Tino, and Tyler. They do some folk dancing and cheese tasting. Uh, then we realize, th- then we decide that each guy is going to take a chance to pull Rachel aside for a couple minutes in a last kind of ditch effort on the group date to spend a couple minutes with her. It was so forced to me. I just felt like this was like a weird time. I think they probably convinced one person to do it. And then when one of them did it, they all felt the need to. It was weird. Yes. Like even if hot boy even pulled me aside, I'd have been like, like what? what? This is weird. And then he just starts talking to her like they're at a cocktail party. You're like, how's it going? How are you feeling? It's like telling her about like his, you know. I'm like, don't we have a dedicated time for these questions? So weird. Yeah, and then I didn't know what to do with that. After they have conversations in the in front of the water and on benches, it is time for the strength competition where they're going to each obviously take off their shirts because we can't miss an opportunity to sexualize these men and then we're gonna what did you think of rachel's outfit in this one i think it was decent for the date Mm -hmm. for a casual tour of a city while you're judging strength competitions and eating cheese it was a cute casual date outfit it wasn't my favorite one no but I think it was what fine. You, what did you think of her outfit? I forgot to ask about because it's always about Rachel's outfits now. What did you think about her outfit uh, at her one-on-one, the nighttime portion? There is nothing I hate more in this world than a puffy sleeve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And um, she's worn 1,800 of them. So at some point, that's on her, I feel like. I feel like she might be the fan of the puffy sleeve. I think, it, what if it's her? We're blaming the stylist and everything, and she's like, this no, because, is Because she looked great every opportunity when she dressed herself. The dresses, right. the dresses that she wore to the cocktail parties and that she wore to the rose ceremonies and she wore to the one-on-ones on Clayton's season, we never had a problem with the way she dressed You're on right. Clayton's season. We but she's got to. She's got to be a fan of the puffy sleeve. I think the puffy sleeves are her. And maybe she likes it, and that's just a personal preference thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not usually a big fan of buns. 
some guys like yeah, <laughs> some guys really like a messy bun on mm-hmm. a girl i do not and that's could that's just personal preference for people yeah so wait but did you like did you like gabby's messy bun it was i think it really went with the dress the yeah dress coat okay thing. it's not my favorite mm-hmm. look in general but i think sometimes it's wor- what's works best with the outfit and i get it mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. if you're wearing any kind of like asian inspired like kimono type dress you're probably gonna do a bun with that this just that's just because like when you think of that look like a move on look then that's, what, that's yeah. what she's doing yeah i just but I, I didn't mind the shirt and like the boyfriend cut jeans with the wedges i was not like it wasn't my f- i mean she still looked good but it wasn't my favorite look but i think she looked nice for a casual date in the city like none of them were like dressed to the nines so i think it was appropriate yeah well they were obviously undressing so yeah, they, were, they, they spent more time undressed than dressed yeah so then they do this cheese competition apparently each wheel of cheese weighs 20 pounds so they start with 40 pounds then they go up to 80 pounds then 120 pounds and the last one is 160 pounds uh, Tyler drops first. Apparently, he apparently the wood cut up his hand somehow. I don't know. I think he just wind out. Then right, Avon, right. And then, and Ethan's final attempt to get some attention tries his best to win and fails to Tino's dad bod. You think Tino has a dad bod? More so than the rest of them by a ton. Oh yeah, maybe he does. I mean, I think he's still he's obviously holding up 160 pounds of cheese on his shoulder, so he's obviously still very strong. But yeah. I think he's just not as obviously ripped as the rest. I think once they started lifting cheese, I'm not going to lie to you, I also maybe sent another work email. I, th- I thought it was fine. I th- it, was, it was more interesting to me to see who was – like, it wasn't – it was just like, oh, this is just a fun – competition like i don't think it had any bearing on the date whatsoever but i thought it was just an interesting the stakes just feel awfully low to me there is nothing besides nate leaving there is nothing on either woman's side that is like this is the love of a lifetime well remember we got half a group of men per person yeah if we are going to have two leads, if they're going to do this properly, they needed to have at least, at least, if not more, 40 men. They needed 40 to 50 men. Yeah, for each person to have a shot, a fair shot. Yeah, because at 40, that's only 20 per girl. Mm-hmm. If you go 50 men, that's 25, and that's even less than, that's less than a normal season. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. They started out with 32, 33 men. No, 32 men for two girls. Mm-hmm. The same amount of men that my, Matt James got for himself in one season, they got for two leads. Yeah. And it was the most amount of women for Matt James, wasn't it? Yeah. It was like the most amount of women on. Cause that, and that was overwhelming to me. That was too many women. <laughs> it was. But season. you can't expect you can't expect that to be super successful when you're 
when you're having the same amount of men, but doubling your leads. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. It's just now that it's dwindling, I'm just like, this is it. This is what we have. I want to be like, ladies, are you sure? Are you ready to accept yeah. a proposal from these guys? I think we should just hold off a bit. <laughs> As this is happening, Tino says the other guys look like they work out a ton, but I'm going to let my arms fall off before I lose. Oh, Tino. So what did you think of Ethan's uh, funny lines as he was laying on the ground pretending to pass out? I adore Ethan. Ethan's I'm here. here. He's like, am I dying? I see an angel. I was like, that yeah. was fun. That was fun. Like, that is that is why Ethan has consistently, like, I knew he was going to go home at some point, but that is why I don't worry about Ethan. I never, there was never a point where Ethan was on my TV that I was like, oh, this guy. Or like, who is this guy? You know? Ethan just made his presence known, and I was happy to see him every time he shows up. <laughs> yeah, I, I adore Ethan. I loved his lines. He was probably my favorite time, of, my favorite part of the cheese, like, lifting, besides the cheese itself, because I do like me some cheese. I think the only thing funnier than what he said about an angel was when he said, I'm lactose intolerant, but Rachel loves cheese, so I guess, therefore, I love cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh man so we get to the uh the evening portion uh they they had some conversations it was all kind of casual there was you could tell that there was an understanding amongst all the individual men and rachel of who was safe mm-hmm. as mm-hmm. even and rachel's conversation wasn't even about what he would experience what she would experience what she would experience if he were to give her if he were to get a rose mm-hmm. it was a what will i experience next week when i after i've given you this rose that we both understand that you're getting right what do you think what do you think of that that conversation with uh with avon about his family i i thought that it was very interesting like it set up like like she was like oh that makes me nervous you know and he's like oh no my mom will love you um, I don't know if I would have told it the way that he told it. I would never have said it the way that he said it. I think that that is one of those fundamental differences, and this may be a little sexist, I don't know, but it seems like one of those fundamental differences between a man and a woman. Because I feel like if I, as a woman, had said that, a man would be like, whoa, I don't know if I want to go home to that. You know, that's intimidating. But a man says it to a woman and it's like, <laughs> wow, that sounds really like the woman. I feel like the woman is more accepting of a man having a tough family as opposed to a guy hearing that a woman has a tough family. Because a woman saying that, I feel like that's a make, that's a deal breaker. What is it like on a 30 Rock when she's like, that's a deal breaker, ladies. <laughs> deal breaker. <laughs> I don't mean like Avon. Like if Avon was a woman, it'd be like, "You're hot. You're great." I don't know if I'm ready for that daddy yours, and I sure ain't ready for that mommy yours. So, and he the way he like dropped it in there that like had some problem with moms, but uh, we got past it. What the heck were the problems? What the that was a hell of a cliffhanger. I'm so excited to introduce you to my dad who hates who hated my last girlfriend so aggressively and my mom who hates almost everyone I bring home. 
when he was like, my dad was very vocal about it, <laughs> laughed it off. Like, I was like, what? But like, what else is he supposed to do? He has to warn her, but he can't make it seem like it's serious. I don't know. But that, like, I'd be like, she's going to hate me. Your dad is just going to open the door and be like, no. And close it. Yeah. Uh, so then she also talks to Tyler. Tyler says, my parents said if you bring home another girl and she is not the last person you bring home, don't bring her. <laughs> I feel like I am reading Tyler like a book. He is a hopeless romantic. He is um, Ted Mosby, where every time he brings a lady to his family it He's is like, the this one this is her do you remember did you, you watch how i met your mother that episode, i hated that show that episode where they're playing where lily's playing oh she's like it's like i don't remember what it's called but like it's like a they're going through a photo album and they're like who is this mm-hmm. and he like had to like Every girl he would like force into the photo, the like group photo, and oh he'd always gosh. be like, "I don't even remember who that is." I feel like that's Tyler, where he's like, each one is the one, and everyone is tired of meeting Tyler's one, but he keeps yeah. desperately hoping that this next one will be the one because he so desperately wants to be married. How old is he? Oh, like twenty four, probably. He's not such cheated, a baby. Not cheated by the world yet. He's such a baby. But he also says, I'm like, I'm so like falling very, very hard for you. And that's what he says at the end as they make out. And they're obviously, they're obviously both very happy with, with how that went, that conversation went. Obviously. Obviously. Yes. Uh, We somehow get another Rachel Ethan kiss, which I didn't see coming. Props to him. Right. Like he's, that's the thing is he's getting his Mac daddy. Yeah. Like, dudes, he's like, hey, I'm a show. There's no like moving out of the way to get away from him, you know, or anything. Like, he's and like I said, he's he's adorable, you know. Um, he's not he's not ugly, like, he's got moves. It's just not Tino, it's just not Tyler, you know. But yeah. like, I feel like real world, even, is very successful with ladies, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so if, if, not, if he's not, he's the kind of guy that's like, I can't believe you're single. You know, that's what I think. Yeah. Uh, we have our final conversation with Tino. Uh, Tino says that he is ready for her to meet his family. He says he hasn't had doubt in, doubts in weeks. They have a good time together. They do a little bit of kissing. And he talks to us at his ITM says he totally hit out of the park with his chat. And he says, this is a rose that I want more than usual. I'm really expecting it because I, like, literally think I'm her person. Sure, Dan. Sure. <laughs> uh, and then we follow no. up. We follow up with Tyler getting the one-on-one, the group date rose. Because he said, we talked about how unless someone stands out, you give it to your favorite. And Tyler said, I'm falling in love with you. Uh-huh. And that was enough to get Tyler with a rose. If Tino had said, I'm falling in love with you, Tino probably would have gotten a rose because they would have equal because the actions would have equaled each other out. 
or maybe but Tyler, or maybe Tyler's say, the favorite. I'm falling in love with you. If both of them say that, I, I, the- I think it would have gotten to Tino if they had both said it. Mm. Or maybe we're underestimating her and Tyler's connection. I think we might be underestimating her and Tyler's connection because I think if Tino continues to unravel, mm-hmm. which it seems like he is, mm-hmm. I think Tyler becomes the obvious choice. The because. Also, the stance that, the tough stance that Tino took with her canceling the group date last week. And granted, like, I was looking at some comments online and people were like, props to Tino for calling her out for what we're all thinking. You know, she can't get to know guys if she keeps canceling group dates. Fair. Yes. But I think that Tino taking that stance, to me, was a little, and, and this is probably my own issues but when i feel like someone is like trying to force my hand i don't take to it kindly like i i feel like yeah "Mm, okay well you can't tell me what to do kind of thing you can make suggestions but like i feel like tino to me at least i feel like tino feels like that guy who would be like well i think that you should do this and not like in a bad kind of way but like in, in a way of like maybe a bit more controlling than what i like so for that reason i'd be out that's the vibe i get is that he's very he's the dominant like he's he's very like an alpha male and it's not like it's not a bad sort of thing depending on who you're in a relationship with Mm -hmm. um so to me when i see tino unraveling the way that he is that to me tells me that like he really doesn't like being out of control he likes being able to like control and dominate um, the situation a bit more. So he's like on cloud nine when he feels like he's in the zone. Mm-hmm. But outside of that, he doesn't get this group date. And he's like, I told her that she's the one. I told her, what more can I do? Yada, 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 falls apart. <laughs> yeah, he, he spirals. He, after Rachel walks away, he gets very upset. It's, and it's like he's upset with her. He's upset with her and he's obsessed and he's upset with like, I think it's like 60% blame on her, 70% blame on her and like 30% on Tyler slash the show. Yeah. It's, it's like, that's what, that's what I have a problem with is that he's like blaming her for exercising her own agency. Yes. Like, he's like, I told you how I feel about you. Therefore, that should equal you choosing me. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got a good rapport. We've got a good vibe. So that means that, like, you should reciprocate that. This girl's got other guys to choose from. And maybe on this day, this guy treated her better. This guy really stepped up and told her how he was feeling. Yes. He was very charming and adorable. Maybe you don't always want the tough guy kind of thing. And so Tino, yeah, that's what bothers me is that he's almost like, did you catch earlier in the episode two where he was like, I've got to figure out if this is, this is the girl that I, if this is my girl or something, it was like something like that. Like I've got to figure out if this is my girl. And I was like, oh, he doesn't even sound like he really like, and and I get that. Like, he's like, he has some control too, where he's like, what are and know that she's not the one. I, I always get frustrated when people call out contestants for not being 100% in. 
I'm mm-hmm. like, this is not, do you want this job? Mm-hmm. This is a lifetime, a supposedly lifetime commitment that you're signing up for. So Tino or Jamie or Thomas or whoever said it in the past mm-hmm. have just as much right to be like, okay, well, Rachel may like really love me, but do I like Rachel all that much? Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I think by at this point, you should probably know that this person is at least something you want to pursue mm-hmm. at this point in the, at this point in the season. But it's totally valid for Tino to be like, I'm still trying to figure out if this is my person too. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I was like, I, I understand that. Yeah. But it's just, I don't know. I feel like he's going for a bit more control of the situation than I like. So to me, he's kind of rotating himself out of my top running in choice. Yeah. Like for her, he's still there. But for me, I'm like, the more you do that and the more you talk like that, you're going to knock yourself out down to third for me. Yeah. Like I probably would be like, "Mm, you're a little too intense now, Tino. And I probably would pick a Tyler or Avon. However, Avon is a little, Avon's like very charming. And, but I think that he might be a little more aware of how good looking he is Mm -hmm. and charming than what I had thought. Yeah. I don't know. He seems like he's like very aware that he's like, I'm cute. Like I'm cute. I told you some crazy stuff about my family, but look at me. <laughs> uh so as we said, Tino continues to unravel, like says some weird things to the guys and storms off. Uh yeah. the guys all gather around and uh quick language check. So if you have a child in the car you can fast forward about fifteen seconds. Boop. Ethan says that, quote, Tino's acting like a real baby back bitch. Which, I mean... Which was not only accurate, but hilariously put. Yeah, yeah. No, he definitely... Like, when he storms off, you know, congratulations on your rose, yada, 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 and then leaves. Yeah. Like, okay, who did anything to you? We're all doing the same thing we've always been doing. Right. Like, you're just fully upset that she didn't pick you. So, keep, yeah. keep performing that way, Tina. Keep performing that way. See what happens. Uh, so they they do a little more powwow than the next morning. We see Ethan and Tino talking mm-hmm. outside. Ethan sits down next to him and says, I'm not trying to, like, invalidate your feelings, but last night we took some disrespect to you walking off. Because we're all here for the same reason. Uh, Tino Tino says he, he apologizes. Says that he, at the end of the date he felt he was shook. He just says that the end of the date shook him. And that he couldn't really focus during the post-Rose chat. Because he was kind of like feeling off about how that went. Uh, if we hadn't seen him spiral before that a little bit. And spiral after it. I would be willing to give him that. But this is not the only time that this will happen. So, And that shows me that this is not the only time that this will happen in a life with Tino. Yes. If Tino does not grow. Yeah. So He's we, a lot of growing to do. Yes. So we get to the rose ceremony. Gabby has three roses. Rachel has four. Could you imagine how embarrassing that would be if you were Spencer? 
she's like, I'm, he's, he's probably thinking, she's allowed to have four. But she would rather send me home and have less guys than keep me here. <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't really think about it. like if you took a group of people to the movies and you like someone you dislike someone so much that you bought a ticket thinking that someone else was coming but instead of inviting them you just ripped it in half and threw it away <laughs> said, well because it wasted you're just like nah in front of them <laughs> it wasted it sucks you're like i can't get the refund but you know whatever <laughs> where he's like he's like well Guess it's just wasted money now. Just like rip the ticket in front of the person that you're not inviting. Oh my gosh, your analogies are dead on. It's just it's his tick his ticket was ripped in front of his face. Like he didn't even get invite. <laughs> it would be like if he put four and then when right when Jesse comes out to Okay, so picture this. <laughs> Jesse comes out to say this is the final rose for both of them. And she goes, no. <laughs> and just hands him one. No. I'm like, I'd rather meet your wife and child than meet this man's family. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, you just, like, blew my mind with just, like, each of these scenarios. I picture myself just being like, oh. <laughs> oh, my God. If, I was, if I was Spencer... We knew that he was going to go home. We talked about this last week, like, oh, 100%. But I was like, Spencer's going to get a one-on-one, -on -one, and then he's going to get sent home. Never thought that it was going to be Nate to get a one-on-one -on -one and then sent home on his second one-on-one. -on -one. You know what I mean? I thought for sure Spencer would get the one-on-one, -on -one and then she'd have been like, pick up that rose, but I can't give this to you. Hold it in front of his face and be like, but this is not yours. <laughs> if I had been Spencer, I'd been like, look, I see the writing on a wall. I apologize. I'm just going to go ahead and go because that's not really for me. Yeah. And I know it's not for me. So I'll just catch you guys maybe in paradise, but also no one knows anything about me. I'm definitely probably not going to paradise. He turns around and he's like, Ethan, I'll see you on the island. <laughs> Ethan's like, wait, what? <laughs> Ethan's like, I don't think I will, buddy. You're, you're very nice, but like also, no. 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 But so Rachel, man, has, that's rough. That's a rough one. So Rachel has four, Gabby has three. So this time, they did it where like one lead went off all of their roses. Mm -hmm. I thought that was weird. So Gabby went first. Maybe I guess because we all knew what was happening and it wasn't a discussion for anyone. Uh, I was super confused though because I heard her say, I heard her say like I don't know if I feel confident in the roses that I want to give out right now, the night before. And then when she says like, I only feel like I can give three roses out. My brain still wasn't computing the fact that like Logan out like, Oh, okay. So, so you're home. thinking she was deciding whether or not she should give Logan the fourth rose. Yeah. Yeah. So that's okay. And okay, we, okay, like, okay. We logged onto this and I literally still was like, where's Logan? I just didn't understand how someone who made such a big 
freaking deal about switching teams wreak havoc on the way that the process of this season has gone, only to disappear into the nighttime of COVID? No. The whole thing is just wild. So Ugh. Gabby goes first. She gives her first rose to Eric, then Jason, then Johnny, sending Spencer home. In the this Eric disrespect. character. I still don't, also don't understand how he's still there. I I think Eric's going to win. Ugh, what? Now, this is based off analysis by Juliet Littman of the Bachelor Party Podcast. So I want to give her respect to this. She watched the preview for next week multiple uh-huh. times and believes that the... So there's a, there's a scene where she says, I'm falling in love with you. And she's uh-huh. wearing a jacket. And she's he she believes that this she thinks it's the same jacket that she's wearing in another scene on Eric's hometown date. I just like she doesn't she doesn't love any of them. You can't tell her that. <laughs> Gab, Gab, Gabby is her own person. Like there's there's no connection to any of. I, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, I cannot. What, Eric? Like, Aldi, Nick Vile? What? No. Look, I'm not saying that it is for that to land and for you to realize what I said. I, I'm, I'm not saying it is or isn't true. I'm not saying it is or isn't how she feels. I'm just sharing analysis that on a second watch... I also noticed in that same preview that it seemed like it was at least a similar, unless she's wearing two similar jackets on two different hometown dates, which would be very unlike any lead, but certainly unlike Gabby, who's had a variety of outfits. Mm -hmm. I believe she's probably telling Eric that she's, she's falling in love with him. Well, okay. What's the, what's the other guy? What's the guy? Jason. Jason. (laughs) Jason's therapy guy. Yes. Okay. Therapy guy is better than Eric. Like Johnny's better than Eric, but Johnny's like a good time. Let's be real. Like you'll marry Johnny. I love Johnny. I think he's fantastic. But I feel like Gabby and Johnny should be friends because they would be hilarious, super great at parties, but not like couple. You know, that's not what I'm reading. But at the same time, could be Johnny. What if she ends up picking Johnny? Johnny is the person that Gabby goes back to every time her boring boyfriend isn't enough fun for her. Yeah. Um, yeah. (laughs) Every time her boring accountant boyfriend, who's nice to her, is just, like, too boring, Mm -hmm. and they break up, then she spends the next month and a half hooking up with Johnny regularly and going out and partying. Yeah, like that too. But like Johnny, as we saw last week, has a sensitive side, so he's a cool guy. I almost feel like Johnny should end up with a girl like Rachel. So yeah, like that would be a better fit. Like yeah, like a yin yang yeah. situation. I think that Rachel could use a Johnny. Hmm. I think that balance would be fun and very sweet. Yeah, a Johnny and but Gabby it, too much. She was into Johnny. Oh, that's right. Johnny was just not into her. That's right. Did he turn her rose down? 
No, he was the one who told her at that first group date that he was interested in pursuing Gabby exclusively. That's right. That's right. That's right. Okay. Um, yeah. So in that running, I'm like, come on, Jason. Like, he's sweet. Not Eric. I'm just, look, I'm just, I'm just sharing to someone else. I'm just a vessel for analysis. That's all I am. I'm just here to pass along information that I've heard and necessary and agree with. But I'm not the proprietor. <laughs> You're like and saw with my own eyes when I rewatched the previews. Totally think it's true. He's winning. But I'm just here. Like, don't shoot the messenger. I'm just the messenger, man. We move on to Rachel. Rachel gives her first rose to Avon. And then sorry, so then Tyler and Zach already have roses, so she gives roses to Eve Avon. And then in the most obvious rose of all time, picks Tino over Ethan. For her in that moment, knowing what she knows. But see, Tino, Tino got that last rose this time. Rachel is seeing it. I think she's seeing the writing on the wall. Yeah. Uh, so Ethan walks up and says goodbye. He says, thank you for this opportunity. You light up every room you're in. So I... I we continue to be Ethan positive over here. No, Ethan. See you on the island, bugaboo. <laughs> and then, so next week we have hometowns, and inexplic- inexplicably, for some reason, Patrick w- Waberton is there. Okay, is that him? Yes. That is him? Yes. I don't understand. Apparently, he's related to Zach somehow. Which based, I love that guy. Which, based off Zach's face and this dude's face, it kind of checks. Like, just the sides of the face. There's a lot of surface area. Okay, which one's Zach? Zach is, Zach is hot tub guy, right? Yes. But I want to call Chris. Yes. Okay. Just based, based on Bilden's facial surface area. Okay, hang on. I'm, I'm Googling this. <laughs> oh, my God. Because I need, like, freaking Patrick Warburton is hilarious. All right. Did you ever watch his his show with Oliver Hudson? Did you watch that? Oh, yes. Um, What's that show called? That's why I called it what I did. (laughs) I've seen reruns, like, all the time. Um, I I think, I I always thought that show was really funny. And uh, David Spade. It wasn't less than perfect, was it? No. No. Rules 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 of Engagement. Yeah, no, that that show's funny. He is hilarious as Elaine's boyfriend, Putty, on Seinfeld. Yes. Um, I mean, so I've been told I didn't watch Seinfeld. Oh, love him. Um, Okay, hang on. I got to find this out. I got to find this out. All right, TV Insider, there's a question. Is Zach Shawcross from The Bachelorette Patrick Warburton's son? Um, I don't know. Let's see. I literally thought that maybe he just, like, when I saw him in this picture... I was like, wait, that guy looks like Patrick Warburton. <laughs> like, I didn't realize that that was actually him. Um, and also, it, maybe Zach would be better off on Claim to Fame. Maybe that's why they have, maybe that's why they did this. They, like, they were just like, hey, so this would be a good lead-in for the sh- next up. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. Which Eagle is maybe one of the stupidest things that ABC's ever put on television. Hey, this person's family is famous. Can we try to figure out who? Like, no, no one cares. Okay, I watched. I did watch the the episode last week for the first time ever. I just happened to leave it on 
after the bachelorette and i'm like just snacking walking to my living room and i was like is that simone biles <laughs> then i was like okay first of all a dead giveaway i don't know how this girl has like survived in the house <laughs> her sister looking like simone biles twin right i was like how do you guys not like hey that's simone biles sister all right get her out of here um <laughs> Patrick Warburton. Okay, let's see. Let me figure this out really quick before this episode. Also, ends. fun fact: I was listening to another podcast that was talking about this, and they were uh, talking about the fact that they didn't realize that there was another Jonas brother. I'm like, do not disrespect the bonus Jonas. The bonus Jonas. Frankie, yeah. the bonus Jonas Jonas is incredible, and it's an incredible nickname, the bonus Jonas. I mean, it's the nickname you get when it's you're not the regular Jonas Brothers, but when you get to be like their relative or friend. I totally didn't realize that there was another, there was a bonus Jonas until that show came on, though. And I was like, who is that? Come on, don't disrespect Frankie Jonas. No, like, wait. There's Kevin. Okay. Kevin. Oh, my God. And. Okay, but Kevin is the one. Kev, okay, obviously Kevin, Nick, and uh, the cute, the cute one. Wait, Sophie. You, you said you said the cute one, and you already named Joe. Nick. You said <laughs> which mean, one's the cute one, and then you, well, my problem was you said and the cute one, but like my thought was you already said Nick, so I didn't know who you're talking about. No, um, Joe has always been my my cute one. Nick is too like obviously cute. I'm like no, Joe. <laughs> If that's the case, you should just call him Kevin. Because Joe is also obviously cute. But uh, to me, it's always been Nick was always the cutest one. Yeah. Whatever. But Kevin. Okay, Kevin's the one on Claim to Fame, right? It's Kevin and Frankie, yes. Okay. But Kevin Kevin was, like, number three on the Jonas Brothers, but was obviously, Uh like, like, was part of the band, was on the show, was on Camp Rock 1 and 2. Yeah, yeah. So he's like part of the Jonas. Yes. Crew. Love that. Now this podcast is, episode has turned into a bonus Jonas. Like well, I think I think what it is the part of the joke is the claim to fame. Frankie's claim to fame is Kevin. So like that. Uh, so it's like they're they're co-hosting. I just got that. <laughs> and obviously they're not going to get Joe or Nick. I just got that. <laughs> okay. And so, yes, though, to circle all the way back around, um, I think this conversation was just to allow you (laughs) to figure out what's going on. uh, He is Zach's uncle. So there are photos of the pair hanging out at their home. Um, So we'll see that. But yeah, totally a claim to fame moment. ABC. Goodness, you done it again. Was it Rules of Engagement on ABC? Mm, no, I think it was on uh, TBS. What was it? Was it a TBS original? Because I know TBS just takes old, old network sitcoms. Wait, CBS? Oh, they said TBS. Oh, okay, it's a CBS. No, show. nobody cares about TBS. <laughs> Whoa, okay. It seems unnecessary, but all right. Okay. <laughs> Any extra thoughts on this episode before we wrap it up before a sprint? Because we have next week is Hometowns, then we have Mentel All, and then the Fantasy Suites and the final episode are both notably on Tuesdays. 
Okay. As prepare for yeah, Monday what's night. this about? It's Monday Night Football. Oh, okay, okay, okay. The first one, Monday Night Football, is a doubleheader on ABC. Mm. An, AB, an ESPN ABC doubleheader. And then I guess the next Tuesday is just to make sure that uh, the finale and their number one thing that they show, which is football on ESPN, does not uh, take away from each other. Mm-hmm. And then we have mm-hmm. a whole six days before Paradise. Six to, oh my gosh, the turnaround time. The season ends on a Tuesday and we start Paradise the following Monday. Ooh-wee. This franchise is fierce. All right. It just doesn't <laughs> stop. I, 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 I was saying, we're going to pay for this three months off. They're doing it. They're doing it. For sure. Um, I think that Patrick Warburton is going to win. I think that Gabby is just going to or no, Rachel. I think that Gabby's just going to pick Patrick Warburton. <laughs> That's my prediction. <laughs> Gabby's going to hear that he's over there. It was like, hey. That's my prediction. And she's just like, oh, oh, a new player has entered the chat. I pick him. All right, cool. <laughs> any, any chance for me? Can, can I give him my rose instead of Spencer? Can I get right. this rose that Spencer is supposed to get? <laughs> can I give it to Patrick? Spencer's out there and she's like, wait. His uncle, Zach's uncle. <laughs> she doesn't. She doesn't even realize it's Patrick Warburton. She's like, "Oh, that's fun. You're famous." Oh my gosh. But yeah, she's I, like, Zach. Do you he, have a brother? Perhaps. No. Hmm? She's like Zach. Do you have like a brother or like a close cousin? She's like, I got an uncle I really like. He's like, she's like, great. I'll take it. Poor Spencer. Yeah, I don't think I don't think I have any new predictions as of right now. I am interested to see how things play out with Tino because I just I am quickly removing him off of my list. Yeah. I think it's going to be Tyler and Rachel, and then Gabby and Eric. I just can't see the Gabby and Eric thing. Look, you can disagree if you want to, but mm. the video does not lie. It's just weird. I just don't no, get it. It's weird. But, it's okay. weird. I don't get it either. But it is. There, nonetheless. Yeah, I think they'll be together for a week and then break up. <laughs> Stop it! <laughs> I don't. I just don't. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I said what I said. You did. I have no hope for Gabby after Nate walked off the screen last night. No hope. Well, was asked to walk off the screen. He didn't do it by choice. Not in this crap of dudes. Nope. And if also, I, I mean, like, well, he's gone, so I'm out. Rachel, have fun. And now, uh, Ethan or Nate for Bachelor, obviously. Maybe, maybe. Mm. I'm just gonna say that I'm not gonna be unhappy with either of those choices if that's who we get. I don't know, though. I don't know if the the guy is here in this group, in Gabby or Rachel's group. I don't know. I just, yeah. And there's no real like fan favorite of a bachelor. Who was the last? It was Clayton was the last bachelor. Who was the bachelorette before that? Michelle. Michelle. Yeah. We also we also can take into account Katie's men because there was no bachelor season between Katie and Michelle. But I think oh, okay we we sh- That's right. we have to remember for the bachelor that we can reevaluate after Paradise. Yeah, yeah. I just don't feel the guys here. We don't. We will have. I, I say we give it some time and reevaluate after Paradise. Yeah. Maybe somebody from either this season or a past recent season 
uh, really shines there. So we'll mm-hmm. have to see. Yeah. All right, Ernie. Uh, until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at Right Reasons Pod. You can follow us on Instagram at Podcasting for the Right Reasons, and then you can join the Rose League that Ernie continues to not participate in. Literally thought about it last night as I'm watching the episode, and I was like, I paged on my phone, and then I was like, this isn't live. (laughs) (laughs) Well, either way, once the episode starts, you can't start. So then it's Podcasting for the Right Reasons on the Rose League app. Make sure that you join, and you will beat Ernie because Ernie has zero points. I mean, you can play in Paradise, though. I'll be back in in Paradise. Okay, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right, Ernie, I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye.